All right, General Policy, Free Women and Men podcast. I'm going to try to get you these uh, Saturday uh, NCAA games via my man Zachary K, the GOAT Hubbard. Uh, But yeah, if you're new, this is a podcast about esoteric knowledge, primarily gematria, which is a form of numerology and astrology. Um, Gematria meaning geometry and language or the Pythagorean theorem or 47th problem of Euclid basically is all about foundation. Um, It's one of the key tools used used by the elite and the powers that be uh, to help them run the fucking world. Uh, We know uh, gematria um, again. Meaning geometry and language is based in the English alphabet, four formulas, four base ciphers. So uh, one letter, one word or phrase can uh, would get you uh, four total values uh, through these four formulas. So out of an uh, infinite amount of numbers, we know numbers are continuous and infinite. You get four values using these four formulas based in the English alphabet. Got the alphabet forwards for the first formula, where A is the first letter, up into Z is the 26. Then the alphabet backwards, where Z is the first letter, up into A is the 26. And then those two ciphers or formulas with the rules of numerology uh, applied, meaning that you take every letter with a double-digit value and you simplify it, creating it and making it a single-digit value. So the 10th letter would be 1, the 11th would be 2, 12 would be 3, uh, 13 would be 4, and so forth. Uh, then we also, you know, look at history. We look at history thoroughly. Um, this podcast is about history. We check history from yesterday all the way back into, uh, you know, before AD. Um, but and we look at math. Everything is math, obviously geometry and language. Uh, but yeah, today's date numerologies go as follow: sixty four, twenty eight, nineteen, and forty four date numerology. If you're a veteran, you already know what that means. That's the kill date. Um, so kill equals 64, 28, and 44. Uh, but nonetheless, nonetheless uh, March 18th, 2023. So 3 plus 18 plus 23 equals 44. 3 plus 18 plus 20 plus 23 equals 64. 3 plus 1 plus 8 plus 2 plus 0 plus 2 plus 3 equals 19. And 3 plus 18 plus 2 plus 0 plus 2 plus 3 equals 28. Saturday equals 28. Um, 19 is the eighth prime number, and again, kill equals 64, uh, as well as 28 and 44. Um, think about how Martin Luther King Jr. died on April 4th. Uh, but nonetheless, March 18th is the 77th day of the year, 288 days remaining. Will there be a 28 and 8 pattern? As again, today has 28 date numerology, Saturday equals 28 in Dramatria, and today leaves 288 days left in the year. Furman who had the upset of the year, um, they could fall to 28 and eight on the season. Duke can improve to 28 and eight. Kansas, or excuse me, Kansas can fall to 28 and eight, which is crazy because Arkansas Razorbacks equals 288. Not only that, but Texas can improve to 28 and eight. Um, today is 16 days before the championship game, 14 days before the final four. When you spell out March 18th, 
It equals 144 forwards, 81 forwards with numerology applied, 261 backwards, and 72 backwards with numerology applied. Uh, Loyola University Chicago equals 288. They won the tournament in 1963. 63 points has been the most common score in the tournament. In 1963, Loyola beat Cincinnati. Xavier is located in Cincinnati, and both schools are Jesuit. Um, it's a Jesuit school. Both are Jesuit schools. There are only 27 Jesuit schools in the United States as far as colleges and universities. Um, Xavier is on a 63 neutral court is on 63 neutral court losses, and they won the 84 NIT tournament last year. And this is the 84th NCAA tournament. We know the Jesuits run the world based on um, on behalf of the Catholic Church. You know, this is a Catholic tournament. Uh, when it was first named uh, March Madness, which was in the 1985 season, and it featured two Catholic schools, uh, Georgetown versus Villanova. We know the story of that. Uh, but yeah, the Catholics were in the world. Right now, we're in the time of the first ever Jesuit pope. And when, like I said, in 1985, Georgetown is the first ever Jesuit university in the United States. This is called Georgetown, named after George Washington, the, the Freemason, who had 74 generals, 30, 33 of them were uh, Freemasons. We already know about the number 33. Should know about the number 74. But yeah, Catholic Church runs the world. Um, your favorite athlete most likely went to a Catholic school, um, whether high school or college, and your favorite politician most definitely did that. First game we're going to talk about, Furman versus... Uh, that game is probably playing right now. Furman versus San Diego State. San Diego State favored by six. Um, the winner of this game likely plays Alabama. Over and under is 138. San Diego State equals 139. This game is 139 days after their coach's birthday. This is Furman's 102nd season. They are two and seven in the tournament. Furman equals 28. They can fall to two and eight in the tournament on the 28 date numerology. Their coach is one and zero in the tourney. Coach, uh, their coach is 139 and 53. San Diego State equals 139. San Diego State is, is their 54th season. He could fall to 139 to 54. What's up? I want balloons. You want who? Balloons. You want your balloons? Don't pull up. I'm going to give you a handful of balloons. Do not. Hmm. Here. All right, so where was I? Um, yeah, so Furman can um, end the season on 28 wins when Furman equals 28. Uh, the news broke of a 28-year-old's death in Virginia just before Furman beat Virginia. Um, on the third, Or on the flip side, the 13th seed Furman could play Alabama in the next round. Alabama equals 13. Furman is 37 and 33 out of neutral site. San Diego equals 38. 38. Aztecs equals 34. Um, if they play Maryland next, Maryland equals 34. Um, but nonetheless, this is San Diego State's 54th season. Uh, they are 7-14 and 14 in the tournament. Their coach is 1-3 in the tournament. Their coach is 147-46 and 46 all time. Amway Center equals 47. The game is 139 days. So add to their coach's 63rd birthday, 139 is the 34th prime. San Diego State equals 139. Uh, San Diego State can stay on 28 wins. Furman equals 28. And San Diego State is 82 and 44 on neutral courts. Two wins from 84, and it's the 84th tournament. Today has 44 day numerology. They can stay almost 44 neutral court losses.
Going with San Diego State for the win. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go with San Diego State for the win. And I'm going to take the under. Um, Let me see. Uh, Duke versus Tennessee. This is going to be a good game. Uh, Duke favored by three. They're 6-2 versus Tennessee. The last time they played was 11 years ago. And Tennessee can pick up their 11th loss on the season. This is Duke's 118th season. March Madness equals 118. Duke is 119 and 39 in the tournament. Volunteers equals 119. Shire is 1-0 in the tournament. Uh, Duke's head coach right now is... 28 or 27 and 8 today has 28 day numerology he could pick up his 28th win saturday equals 28 the game is 206 days after his birth 35th birthday march madness equals 206 uh duke can stay on 119 tourney wins versus tennessee volunteers equals 119 um and they can stay on 119 wins or excuse me excuse me and they can stay on 27 wins on the season, Tennessee Volunteers equals 103, which is the 27th prime number. On the flip side, they can get their 28th win. Again, 28-day numerology. Uh, this is Tennessee's 114th season. They are 24 and 25 in the tournament. Devil equals 25. They can improve to 25 and 25. Um, Pope equals 25 as well. We know the Pope is the most powerful person on the planet, yada, yada, yada. Uh, the coach right now is 26 and 26 in the tourney uh, for Tennessee. Um, he's 778 and 405, 174 and 91 with Tennessee. Uh, he Tennessee is 82 and 67 on neutral courts. They're two wins away from 84, and it's the 84th tournament. But then again, Duke Blue Devils equals 82. They could stay on those 82 losses or wins rather. Duke equals 67. They could stay on 67. I'm going with Duke for the win, <clears throat> and I'm going to take. Uh, the over. Uh, I don't know, man. Tennessee might get there. Yeah. I, really, I don't know. But um, let me see. Kansas versus Arkansas. Kansas is 7-5 and five versus Arkansas. Basketball equals 85. Kansas beat Arkansas in the 1985 tournament. This is Arkansas's 80 or 100th season. Arkansas equals 84. It's the 84th tournament. They're 49-34 and 34 in the tournament. Their coach is nine and five in the tournament. He is two hundred and four and seventy five, ninety four and forty one with Arkansas. His game is one hundred and nineteen days after his birthday. Uh, Arkansas can pick up their fourteenth loss of the season. Kansas equals forty three, which is the fourteenth prime number. And Arkansas is seventy and sixty one on neutral courts. March Madness equals seventy one. That'll be their next win. Um, this is Kansas's one hundred and twenty fifth season. They're one sixteen and forty eight in the tournament. They've been to 16 Final Fours and four championships. They are two wins away from 118. March Madness equals 118. Jayhawks equals 118. Their coach is 56 and 21 in the tournament. All right, go get another one. Go get another one. She got another one. Um, coach is 56 and 21 in the tournament. Arkansas equals 21. Uh, he's 787 and 236, 580 and 131 with the team. Championship equals 131. And that's Bill Self. Uh, the game is 81 days after the school, after his 60th birthday. Kansas head coach can get his 132nd loss if he were upset. Again, today's the 18th. 18 Upset equals 18, so be on the lookout for a lot of upsets today. Uh, they would go down... Well, excuse me, they could fall to 28 and 8. Arkansas Razorbacks equals 288. They would go down to the 84th 
1984 team in the 84 season. If you took Kansas for the championship, I would say this is a must hedge. But yeah, I'm going with Arkansas for the win. And I'm going to take the... Ooh, I'll take the over. Actually, I'm going to take the under. Princeton versus Missouri. Princeton, this is their 123rd season. Missouri is 2-0 versus them. They played in 1957 and 1999. Tigers-Eagles 84 is the 84th tournament. They are 14-29 in the tourney. Uh, their coach is 1-1. Their coaches, Princeton's coach is also 207 and 116 all time. He came into the tournament with 206 wins. March Madness equals 206. Uh, Dennis Gates equals 117. That's the coach of Missouri. And again, it's Missouri's 117th season. Uh, they defeated Arizona in their 100 and uh, when Arizona was in their 118th season. March Madness equals 118. Uh, they face Missouri in their 123rd season. Missouri equals 123. Princeton could be the Cinderella story of the 84 tournament. Princeton Tigers equals 84. Tigers equals 84. If Princeton wins, they could face the Creighton Blue Jays with 23 wins. Blue Jays equals 23. Not only that, but their head coach can pick up his 117th loss versus Missouri. The Princeton coach, that is, on the flip side, he could pick up his 117th loss versus Missouri, who's in their 117th season. Uh, give me, mm, give me Missouri, and I'm gonna take the under. Uh, Auburn versus Houston. Auburn, is, this is their 117th season. Tigers equals 84. Auburn is 19 and 11 in the tournament. Houston equals 31 which is the 11th prime number. They could stay on those 11 wins. I got Houston for this game. I ain't even going to hold you. You know what I mean? Give me Houston. Uh, Penn State versus Texas. Uh, Penn State's 127th season. They are 10 and 11 in the tournament. Their coach is 1-0. He's 37 and 30. Texas equals 30. Uh, Penn State is 57 and 56 on neutral courts. Uh, this is Texas's 117th season. They're 37 and 39 in the tournament. Their coach is 12 and 5 in the tournament, and he's 172 and 73 all time. 30 and 13 with Texas. Nene Lions equals 172. Uh, the game is 28 days after his 50th birthday, and Texas could pick up their 28th win. We know Texas is the 28th state in order of statehood. But on the flip side, they could stay on 172 wins. And any Lions equals 172. Give me Texas for the win. I'm going to take the under of 139. But I think, yeah. Uh, Maryland versus Bama. Uh, Maryland's 100th season. They're 44 and 28 in the tournament. Um, so they're going to stay on those 44 wins. If you ask me, give me Bama. Bama for the win, but look on the flip side though, Maryland got some numbers. Alabama, uh, Maryland coaches two and five in the tournament. He's two ninety two and two hundred and twenty two all time. Twenty two and twelve with Maryland. Alabama equals thirteen. He can pick up his thirteenth loss with Maryland. Uh, they both first played each other in nineteen eighty four, and it's the eighty fourth tournament. Maryland won in eighty four, so they have an upset narrative to win today. Again, today is the eighteenth upset date in numerology. Not only that, but the Maryland star Lance Solomon Riddick died March 17th after Maryland won. Uh, Lance Solomon Riddick equals 84. It's the 84th tournament. Jesuit equals 84. 
Uh, Maryland could pick up their 13 loss. And with his name being Solomon, again, that's another play on Mercury. You know what I mean? But you'll hear about that later on in the episode. I didn't know his middle name was Solomon. Uh, so, yeah, Maryland is 87 and 64 on neutral courts. Next win is 88. Mm, might get an upset today, man. Mm, Alabama favored by eight. Give me Maryland plus nine. Give me the under. Better yet, give me the over. Um, I think Alabama wins, though. Uh, but if Maryland win, I won't be surprised, man. That'll be a good game. UCLA versus Northwestern. Northwestern's 118th season. March Madness equals 118. They're 2 and 1 in the tourney. Their coach is 2 and 1 in the tourney. Coach is 156 and 161 on time. He could pick up his 157th win, which is the 37th prime. Sacramento equals 37. UCLA, UCLA equals uh, 37. The game is 351 days after their coach's 48th birthday. 351 is the 26 triangular number, meaning when you add 1 through 26, you get 351. Northwestern could pick up their 12th loss of the season. Sacramento and Los Angeles equals 37, which is the 12th prime. Give me UCLA. Um, the over is 126. Shout out to Kobe. I'm going to take the under. Um, and Actually, I'm going to take... Yeah, I'm going to take the over. Excuse me. Um, so, yeah, man. Choose wisely today. Uh, I'm going to get the hell on. Um, so, I probably ain't going to do another NBA episode until Tuesday. Maybe Monday. I doubt I do it Monday. Probably Tuesday I'll get back on the NBA games. Might get on them later today. Never know. I doubt it, though. Um, but, yeah, man. Choose wisely. Um, pay attention to the patterns. This shit is real. Later. More fake news and more. Welcome back, True Seeker. More fake news and more rig sports. Furman, first big upset of the tournament, beaten Virginia. And notice one of CNN's top stories is three Virginia hospital employees charged for the death of a black man, as they put it in the story. And then, again, in college basketball, Furman upsets Virginia. And the media was really pushing Furman to upset Virginia. And I'm noticing the media is starting to actually push some true picks in recent times. As we talked about on Patreon, Furman did have great numbers to upset. My only doubt about the upset was how much the media was pushing it. And happy to report that we're off to a pretty much perfect start with March Madness. But just remember the other year. Remember the uh, supposed rape charges against the lieutenant governor while he was at Duke the day before Virginia played Duke? And I told you guys that day, Virginia was going to win the basketball tournament, and they went on to win the championship that year. Tony Bennett stayed on 89 losses through the whole tournament. Virginia and Virginia Cavaliers equals 89. Again, you guys, it's all news by the numbers. That's why they're saying this supposed guy died on March 6th. They can be written 3-6 or 6-3. Cavaliers equals 36-63. and 63. They said he was 28 years old. Irvo equals 28 like kill. Furman upsets Virginia, getting their 28th win. Furman equals 28. And uh, this is Virginia's 118th season. As we know, March Madness equals 118, and so does death. So the clue headline was a death in Virginia, and then Virginia's bracket hoops are shot right after it. Again, you guys, learn your gematria. You'll see right through these rituals day after day. And as you can see on the screen, it's another pairing of three and 56. We talk about it all the time. Three the equals winners. 56. The Patreon. Glad you guys are already stuffing the pockets. Already, Zach.
Also, ESPN put out the stat that day um, after Furman got the upset that's, uh, what, 16.3 million uh, brackets got busted. And the date that Furman made the upset was 16-3, the 16th of March. Then, I think Princeton, when it upset somebody, they upset Arizona, right? Same. Uh, this was yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, no. Day before yesterday, same day, on a Thursday, ESPN puts out uh, – only point seventeen brackets uh, remain perfect, right? Seventeen date numerology on the sixteenth. So, let's go on to the next story from Big Zach. Welcome back, True Seeker. Just want to make a quick point about how the two biggest upsets in the opening round of the eighty fourth men's tournament, twenty twenty three, Arizona going down to Princeton and Purdue going down to Fairleigh Dickinson. I just want you to notice how they were the two real contenders that both won on January 26th, the day that Billy Packer died, who was remembered for working 34 straight men's tournaments. And of course, last year, the defending champion was Kansas, the 34th state. And the last tournament Billy Packer won was 2000, or that Billy Packer worked was 2008, the year Kansas won. It was the year that all the one seeds were there. Oh yeah, North but Carolina, UCLA, both won Memphis, the night he died, and then Kansas. That was the best. That was when college basketball was fun as fuck. And we thought Purdue had a good chance to go down to Fairleigh Dickinson because that game was on the day in history that Fairleigh Dickinson and Purdue had played their only match in history, March 17, 1988. But we knew that Purdue could get their 34th loss in the tournament as big as 34 is, and Fairleigh Dickinson is called the Knights. In Gematria, Knights equals 34, like Indiana, where Purdue is. Um, didn't think Arizona was going to go down, but this is the 84th tournament, and Princeton Tigers is 84, and Arizona's 84, so that was a big special. And again, Gematria is based on the alphabetic order forwards and backwards. March Madness equals 118 and 206. The 84 tournament, the championship was in the 206 area code back in 1984, but Princeton... Their coach came in with 206 wins, and it was Arizona's 118th season. And these are the games that make the title March Madness. What people need to wake up to is the fact that it's all rigged and set up. And, um, uh, again, I, I remember a nigga. No Shout out to Rod. Shout out to Rod. I used to work with Rod over here at College Park. Rod, um, he a Pisces. Be fresh as hell when them big-ass niggas. You know, them big niggas be dressing. But anyway, no homo. Uh, this nigga, I remember when I was first getting on this shit, and I was talking about the tournament, I was telling that nigga, Gonzaga going to the finals, and that was the year I thought Gonzaga was going to win, and I thought it was going to be Gonzaga versus Michigan, but Michigan was on the same side as in Gonzaga, so I just had Gonzaga winning him. They went undefeated, made it to the championship game, lost to Baylor. Now, when's the last time a team went undefeated and made it to the final, to the, to the championship game? You don't, it, it hasn't happened in damn near 100 years, it feels like. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, to have Gonzaga go all the way to the finals that year, but that nigga Rob was like, they can't rig all those games. How are they going to rig all those college games? And I, you know, I, I didn't want to respond, but then I did, and I was like, the same way they were able to get you to call somebody in China, bro. You can't fathom that. You can't fathom them rigging some shit, but you can talk to a nigga in fucking California, yet you're living in Georgia. You can't fathom that shit. You can't fathom. 
You could fathom flying in a fucking airplane, but you can't fathom them rigging a damn basketball game. Like, this is what I mean by Americans are dumb as fuck. Anyway, no business at all being a one seed. Small team, nothing impressive about them. Go figure, they became 20-1 and one the day that Billy Packer died. Only for that finale right there. Second time in history, a one goes down to 16, and once again, by the numbers. Until next time, True Seeker. That boy Zach Cole. Now, before I get into this next video, which is about Lance Riddick, um, the guy from John Wick, he died. Uh, the black guy, Cedric, D D Detective Daniels from The uh, Wire. We're going to listen to Zach about that. Um, but yeah, you know, he was a Gemini. You know what I mean? Gemini associated with Jesus and Mercury. We know Keanu Reeves is a uh, a Virgo ruled by Mercury as well. We know the three signs that are venerated as Jesus are Mer uh Virgo, Pisces, and Gemini. Obviously, Gemini and Virgo because of the Mercury factor, but Pisces because of the fish factor. Um, every time we uh, enter a new age in astrology, like right now we're in the age of Aquarius, heading into the age of Pisces, um, the religion takes the face of that age. Like uh, the first age was the age of Adam. Um, was the bull, Taurus. So, you know, everybody was worshiping the bull, worshiping the bull, worshiping the bull. Now, here we go, because it goes backwards. Um, after the bull, it was the ram. You know what I mean? Everybody talks about the lamb of God, ram. And then now, here we are in the age of Aquarius, and it's all about knowledge. As you see, technology... Excuse me, I'm sorry. We're in the age of Pisces right now, moving into the age of Aquarius. So, right now, uh, you know, it's all about the fish. Uh, you see the Pope wears a fish hat. If you've ever rode in a car, you probably noticed that the car in front of you had Jesus inside of a fish. You know, the word Jesus written inside of a fish. And that's because, you know, Jesus is, you know, he's represented by Pisces in the fish. Another example is the birth ritual for Super Bowl 57. Rihanna, a Pisces birth gives birth. You know, also Pisces is opposite Mercury or opposite um Virgo. So, but yeah, that's just that. So let's listen to Zach talk about that shit. And then I, I might go in. This is a long episode for this one. And, you know, obviously, he's talking about the NCAA tournament and shit. What the fuck? The fuck? The Pope's exorcist? Oh, hold on. We're going to listen to this. The church has proved this team before. The Vatican covered it up. Why? April 14th, 14 slash 4, like 144 is when this comes out. Oh, shit. We know about the 144, don't we? And they got Russell Crowe as the priest. In theaters April 14th. Oh shit! I'm gonna have to watch out for that one, guys. Welcome back, True Seeker. It is a Friday, St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, 2023. Of course, everyone's watching the games. A lot of people mm. picked up on the headline. Very well-known wire actor Lance Reddick found dead at his home from supposedly natural causes at the relatively young age of sixty. Now, if and anybody believes he died of if you believe if you believe he died of natural causes, then you, my friend, are the dumbass that I'm fucking talking about daily. It's been a lot of things. He is mostly remembered for his character on The Wire with the deep, strong voice. And fucking that white lady, he's busting up. Dead at sixty. The Wire ran 60 episodes. 
He's from Baltimore, Maryland, where the wire is set. Last night, Maryland had the big win. Maryland beat West Virginia in the 84th tournament, just like how they beat West Virginia in 1984. Again, we knew 84 was going to be a huge number in the tournament, and it absolutely has been. The big 84 school, Arizona, went down to another 84 school in the shocker of the tournament that ruined over 99% of brackets, they said. Princeton Tigers equals 84, and Tigers is 84. But in light of him being from Maryland and them having the big win last night, pretty much the whole media counted Maryland out. I mean, if you watched anyone's bracket, they all had West Virginia to win. We liked Maryland. I like Maryland because they had the better numbers and because they won in 1984. But, um, you know, I mean, you can just tell that his desk connected to that because Terrapins, the nickname for Maryland, equals 60. And Maryland Terrapins is 82, and he's dead 82 days before his upcoming birthday. Um, but yeah, again, there's been a number of actors now who've died from the wire by the numbers. And they've all had the racial encode on him as well. You know, the not-so-nice N-word has the Jumatria 60. Of course, Baltimore's a predominantly black city. Everyone's watching March Madness, a sport that's predominantly dominated by black men. You know, I, I imagine at some point he probably played some basketball in his life. You know, he was a taller man, slim build. He looked like a basketball player. Might be something to look into. Did Lance Reddick play basketball? But, yeah, all right, Peter Lance Reddick. And, again, it's sad, you guys. It's sad. It's sad how the media just gets away with reporting that these people die from natural causes. I mean, these are multimillionaires. They have all, all, all the money in the world to take care of their health. All these celebrities that supposedly died from cancer. Meanwhile, uh, you know, wealthy upper middle class Americans are flying into Seattle for million dollar cancer treatment that saves their life, which means all these celebrities can afford it too. Again, it just doesn't add up. Well, I say it doesn't add up, but then it adds up every time, really, when you know the cabal, the code, the cabal code. Gematria. Again, look up that song, Gematria, the killing name. Two members of that band are dead by the Jumatria, the killing name code. And again, also look up the song Murder by Numbers, where killing's the sport of the elite. It's as simple as ABC is one, two, three. I did say that uh, Lance Reddick died 82 days before his birthday and Maryland Terrapins equals 82. But he died which is true. 83 days. Died Tell him, Zach. Talk to him, Zach. Football equals 83, baby. Football equals 83. Be on the lookout for them Ravens. Um, or wait, hold on, snap. Was it? Maybe that wasn't the wire. Was that, I'm, I might be twisting shows. That that character was also in the wire, but I, I think actually that was in House of Cards. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Spacey wasn't in the wire. Getting my shows crossed. But that actor ran that rip shop. Also went out by the numbers. Remember what I'm talking about? So, yeah. Any, anyway, that that's today's big tragic news and. Um, uh, there's a clue. There's a clue in another death that happened recently. Billy Packer, Billy Packer died on January 26th, the anniversary of Kobe Bryant's death, the anniversary of Bear Bryant's death. Uh, can't think of his wingman. His wingman died on that day, 22 years earlier than the day. Used to call games with him. All dying on January 26th. But um, Billy Packer, you know, the big headline was that he he called 34 straight. 
NCAA tournament. And remember, the championship this year is on the third day of the fourth month. And uh, the, the last championship he called was 2008, which Kansas won 34th state, who won it last year by the numbers. Something to keep in mind. The first ever championship he called was in 75, the year they made it a 32-team tournament. And that was their UCLA, which got the most championships ever, beat uh, Kentucky. The Blue Bloods. Um, but yeah, just uh, watching the games right now. And uh, just do some top commentary on the games. Maybe we can get some other people in the stream who want to join. Uh, this is streaming on Gematria Effect News 25 and Gematria Effect Sports. And if people want to come in, talk tournament. Top, I mean, really, I, what I, what I, my, my real goal with, with getting out this knowledge is just for people to see how sick it is, man. The, the ritual sacrifices that go with these sports games, college and pro, how rigged the games are. And I, I can't believe people can't see it. I mean, it's just like yesterday. And, and there, there's no way, it, it's, it's literally impossible for a team like Princeton to beat Arizona in a real basketball game unless Arizona wants to lose. And I'm sure today some Arizona players, they probably got some extra cash in their pockets. But just a way bigger, more athletic team that, that couldn't score for the last five minutes of the game. I mean, that doesn't happen in a real basketball game. You put the uh, Princeton scrubs on the floor with the athletes of Arizona, it's going to look ugly. It's going to look ugly. A, a real game score is probably going to be like 80 to 30. Could be even worse. It, it's amazing how people fall for this stuff. But the reason they do that, right, that, that's how they brand the league, just like the NFL. It's a totally scripted league. Any given Sunday, anyone can win. March Madness, you know, a team like Princeton can knock off a, a top contender like Arizona. That, that's what keeps people watching. And, you know, it's just like yesterday. Yesterday, uh, I had to go, you know, to an appointment. And little guy was, uh, <laughs> I'm not the biggest guy in the world. I'm 5'10", but, I mean, this guy that I, he was in the, that I had to go to the appointment with, he's a shorter guy. He's probably like 5'7". And he's, he's all big-eyed. He's like, man, you've been watching the games today? He's like, I'm taking all tomorrow off to watch all the games. I said, I, I don't really watch the games. He's like, really? He's like, I love it. I was like, yeah. I said, I mean, yeah, it's kind of fun. But I said, I don't want to root it for you. He's like, what do you mean? I said, I said, don't even worry about it. I said, enjoy the games tomorrow. I didn't want to root it for him. But it's just a little guy. You know, he's not, he didn't look like an athlete. He looked like he never played these games. It's like, anyone who plays sports should not be fooled by NCAA rigged athletics or professional athletics. If you've ever played these games, you should know this kind of stuff is impossible day in and day out. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just like Xavier today. They, they had to keep it exciting. If Xavier played all game, they would have blew out that other school. That other school was actually a decent size, but Xavier a lot better team. And, of course, they rallied back like it was nothing to win the game. But yeah, just year after year, just these really dumb storylines. When Virginia lost to University of Maryland, Baltimore County, I mean, just completely ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. And that was all part of the ritual for Virginia to come back next year and win the championship. You know, get shamed the year before, come back and win the championship, by the numbers next year. And again, you know, for all you guys who don't support the work, pay attention to the channel. I give out free gems time and time again. That year I told everybody in February, Virginia's taking this thing. Look at the news story and look at how it synced with the championship. It was so obvious. Can they blame the lieutenant governor of raping a woman at Duke back when he was a student the day before Virginia and Duke played and his name was perfectly synced with the day of the championship. Not to mention it had the racial code all over it. Next thing you know, Virginia's winning the championship by the exact numbers that sync up with that lieutenant governor's name, just like we talked about in February. And again, 
again, you, you just learn Jumanji, you guys. You look at the halftime scores, the final scores, and you laugh all along the way. You know, Marquette, a team that, uh, you know, I absolutely love in this tournament because of the parallels to 1984. And big number with Marquette, 39. How many points do they have at the half today? 39. On the way to blowing out their opponent. So... Uh, we'll see how many 1984 rematches they can put together. So far, all the 1984 stuff that's come together has been just like 1984. Um, if Pitt can hang on to beat Iowa State, Xavier versus Pitt was 1984. Xavier beat Pitt in 1984. It's like every year there's an 11 seed that beats a 6 seed. And uh, we'll see We'll see if uh, Pitt can hang on. They came out destroying Iowa State, but Iowa State's rallied back. It's, it's a little bit tighter game. Rick Patino, yeah, again, doesn't even take notice. It's just like, how many how many college basketball coaches look like they're also mafiosos? And again, it's just like uh, Vegas. You know, Vegas founded by the mob. Half the college in college basketball. Italians, slick hair. Look like they used to run with Al Capone from Patino to Calipari and beyond. Who's the one that uh, my mom loves? What's his name? I can't even think of it right now. Pat Riley, my mom, it's her favorite man in the whole world that she's not married to. Pat Riley, just can't get enough old Pat. But, um, yeah, it's, it's something else. And so far, my, my biggest mulligans on this tournament I, I, I knew Virginia had great numbers to lose, and they did. I didn't like how the media was hyping Furman, but Furman really did have great numbers for the upset. But, uh, like, we're in the next round where I missed both games. I, I thought they were going to put Virginia and Charleston together just because King Charles and the Cavaliers. I just thought that looked too perfect. Instead, they both went out next to each other. Virginia and Charleston. It wasn't shocking because the, the, both the teams that won had great numbers to win, and they did. But um, if I had to say the dumbest pick of mine in the first round so far, and when I first looked at it, I thought it was no-brainer that Michigan State was going to win, wearing green on St. Patrick's Day. Izzo could get his 54th win in the tournament. He hasn't won in the tournament in a minute, but I, I see why they saved his 54th win for this year. It's the 84th March Madness. Get Jesuit equals 84. The Catholic Church, 84. United States of America, 84. The first Jesuit Pope with 84 birth numerology. Remember, the first March Madness was the Jesuit school, Georgetown, losing to the Catholic school of Villanova. It's always always big Jesuit-Catholic themes in college basketball. All roads lead to Rome. Just like how an 84 Jesuit Georgetown won. Shaka Smart, born on 84, we'll see. But, um, yeah, Michigan State, Izzo got the 54th win. And 54 and 84, peace in the pod. Jesuit Order 54, Spartans 54, and uh, Jesuit 84. And, and you know what else was nice about how they did it? Again, it was the Spartans versus the Trojans. Spartans versus the Trojans. You know, goes back to uh, Greece, right? Who the Romans took over. Troy and Spartacus. But... Um, Trojans equals 25, and Izzo set a record by going to uh, 25 straight straight tournaments. Trojans 25. Or if it wasn't his 25th straight tournament, it was his 25th tournament. Either way, he set a record. And you might have noticed if you're watching the game, Trojans were down 2-5 at the start. That was a little tribute. But yeah, Michigan State, um, 
Michigan State definitely had the better numbers for today, and it was my initial thought. And the reason I ended up crossing, or I should say putting in um, Trojans to win on my bracket, which I regret, um, is because I was looking at Marquette. Marquette, uh, they, they won their game today. They got their 40-second tournament win. And if they win the next one, it, it, would, it was going to be over the winner of Michigan State or USC. I was looking at, well, man, they get the 43rd win over USC. And, and everywhere I burned myself on the bracket, it was by ignoring what looked right in the immediate game and looking at the next game ahead. I did it with uh, Boise State, and I did it with um, – I crossed out Penn State and put in uh, – who Penn State play? Oh, Texas A&M. All, all of those games had the better immediate riddle for the other team, and I went against my initial thought. But uh, – so, yeah, for, for all the people out there who are decoding, again – Sometimes looking ahead can be helpful, but three games I've done that on it, and I've burned myself in all three of those games. Uh, but what I was going to say is the reason I ended up going, well, mm, Marquette can get that 43rd win over USC. USC and 43 does play hard. Remember the Heisman winner this year was from USC, born on the day leaving 43 days left in the year. And right after he won the Heisman, the former Heisman winner from USC – what did he, I, I got to go back and see exactly. I think he died forty. Did he, die, he died like forty-three days after the birthday of the current Heisman winner, something like that. It was some huge sick forty-three ritual. And, and again, USC and forty-three is a smashing number. The, the reason that uh, it made all the more sense in the Heisman thing is the word football is also forty-three. And don't forget that Yale's forty-three because American football is credited to Walter Camp who went to Yale. But. Um, yeah, I, I just looked ahead and I was like, yeah, maybe that's what they're going to do. Have Marquette pick up the 43rd tournament win over USC. Mm-mm. And in a way, you know, Michigan State, Izzo on the 54 wins, Jesuit order, now going to face the Jesuit school Marquette in the 84th tournament. So, yeah, I, 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 uh, I overthunk it in a few games. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the Arizona upset – I'm so annoyed with because I, I hate when we miss the big upsets in the opening round. And again, really all Princeton had is that Princeton Tigers equals 84 and Princeton, or excuse me, Tigers alone equals 84. Now you got the battle of the Tigers in the next round, Missouri Tigers versus Princeton. One other thing that was there that again, hindsight's always 2020. This is Princeton's 123rd season and Missouri equals 123. So they're going to face Missouri now in their 123rd season. But, mm, you know, those are the kind of upsets that we've hit a lot in the past, and those are the ones that give you the big payday, but definitely whipped on it this year. And, um, again, like I said, the, 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 two, the two big upsets yesterday, both Virginia and Arizona, they were both in their 118th season, Virginia and Arizona were. March Madness equals 118. And, uh, again, those games are, are what keep the hype alive and keep people watching. Just it's the any given Sunday thing of college basketball. All of a sudden, a, a school of Ivy League midgets can uh, <laughs> lock down a team of giants and, and lottery picks for five minutes of scoreless basketball. Yeah, right. Only when you're shaving points. And, and you know, just at the end of the Xavier game today, like I, I, I don't believe that that the number zero or who wears the O. I, I don't believe he got nerves and missed the lay and I believe he missed the lay and to keep the game exciting to keep everyone watching the last second. I, I just like 
dude, I mean, it's like you're a Division One player. You, you know, everybody's got nerves, but you're a Division One basketball player. You made it to the big stage. You got skills. You don't miss wide open lay-ins at the rim to uh to keep the game enticing down to the last second. I mean, it's just like, come on, man. And and he didn't just miss the lane. I mean, he like missed missed the lane, like he'd never played basketball before. Totally wide open. It's just come on, man. By the way, if you guys haven't seen uh, the commercial they've been playing, that uh, that blackout March Madness commercial. Excellent. See if uh, we get a little predictive program. Remember, they've been doing those simulations year after year. Um, the same people who put on Event 201, they've been doing the, uh, God, what do they call it? The name is escaping me, but they've done it like three or four years in a row now. It's always around July. They keep simulating a big blackout. And again, that was what Janet Napolitano said way back in 2013. You know, someday there's going to be a big old blackout in this country because there's going to be some kind of terrorist attack on the grid, some kind of cyber attack. But yeah, the funny thing about blackout and basketball in light of that ad they keep running, blackout and basketball, they both equal 85 in the most simple cipher, like how the first March Madness was an 85. And they both equal 22 when you use numerology, kind of like how Boston equals 85 and 22. And uh, last year, you know, Boston went down easy. That was a nice call last year why the Warriors would beat Boston. It was all foretold on the Pope's birthday. But uh, Boston last year playing in their 22nd championship in 22. Curry, Mr. 85, got the W. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, annoying thing over here. We're not doing terrible in the tournament, but this I'd say in all the years I've done it, so far I'm off to my worst start, which I'm not real happy about. How good I'd be. But it, yeah, just looking at it, some uh, just some some overthinking it, man. Sometimes you can overthink things. When you got the knowledge, if the numbers are just screaming out in the game right there, Probably better to not even look ahead. Yeah, three times it's hit, hit Hanabi so far in the opening round. But I'm liking what Pitt's doing so far. As long as they, they stay alive, we'll, we'll be all right. Shout out to Rick. Rick, who's lived his whole life in Vegas, has never gambled, but he's gotten into gambling recently, watching the work. I'm not trying to turn people into gamblers, but hey, Rick, Rick's up 100 bucks on the tournament so far. Well, well played, Rick. Rick's a little bit older. He's got that... Uh, he's got that... Veteran intelligence, that veteran wisdom. Pit up 14 with six minutes left. We like it. I was feeling really good about the Pitt-Xavier rematch in 1984. If you guys didn't notice, um, again, Jesuits love the number 84, and it's funny how they uh, it's funny how they put the bracket together. In the East region, you got one big Jesuit program. Um, you got Gonzaga in one. You got Creighton. You know what's interesting about Creighton? see what happens with Craig today. Oh, they're, they're up on NC State, okay. They're up on nine or six minutes left. Um, the interesting thing about Craig, Paul Silas. Remember Paul Silas died this year? I, I told you guys for free that day. I said Houston looks like they can upset Boston today. That was a big old payout. They did on the news because Paul Silas' son, Steven Silas, coaches the Houston Rockets. And um, where's the championship this year? Houston. So very interesting narrative with Creighton. Um, so you got Creighton in one of the Jesuit brackets, or we had one of the one of one of the conferences. 
Creighton, another one Gonzaga, Marquette another, and then Xavier, who won the 84th NIT last year. That was looking too easy. When it, get, when it was getting down to it, they were one of the Jesuits go left. It's like, can't really doubt those Jesuits with the 84. We'll see if they do it in the 84th overall tournament. But, um, yeah, each of the Jesuit programs, they put them in each different region. So, four Jesuit schools represent the four regions, and that is no accident. We'll see which one goes the furthest. And I'll just tell you right now, the most interesting one is... Uh, Marquette University because Marquette University equals 93 championships on the 93rd day of the year. They are the top seed Jesuit program. And this year's championship is in NRG Stadium. And for all you guys have been around, you know how much we talk about 93 and 39 in NRG. NRG equals 39. Construction on that stadium began on March 9th. If you look it up, they think we ripped 39 or 93. Over the years, we've documented so many 39 and 93 rituals in NRG Stadium. And, uh, not out of the question that you see another one this year. Marquette's got a lot of numbers, and uh, one thing that never really stood out to me so much as it did today is, you know, you know, another thing that I'm almost attempted to add to my my notes about uh, Marquette. It's Shaka Smart's notes, man. I, I see what's in his bloodline. Shaka Smart definitely has some ancestry that has, you know, noses that look like that. So. We'll see. We'll see. Um, all right, let me see. Have, has anyone tried to join this stream on my cell phone? On my cell phone, I cannot see. I thought it would. Sh if anybody's tried to if if anybody's tried to join the stream, um, like I'm used to doing this on a computer. And then it shows on the screen if people have joined the room to join the stream. But I don't see anything like that right now. Oops, now I did something else, but let me see. Okay, I know what to do. No, nobody's in the room, but now I know where to check if somebody comes in the room. Yeah, but the other thing I want to talk about is just the dedicated troll pack that so many people are deceived by because they're just so persistent and they're such obvious frauds. And, you know, it's just like you go into a lot of other people's Gematria channels. They don't really have any following at all. It's like nobody pays attention to their channel except for my troll pack. And, and, and these people start to think that that's their fan base. And what these people don't recognize, and, and again, people who are doing the work, they want some recognition. They want people to think that they care. And the reality is, is just the majority of the people in the world do not care about Gematria, and you really have to earn your stripes to get anybody to listen to you. The reason I have an audience is because, you know, I've been here day and night for a decade, and I proved my point in spades in the years I was here, calling a million different championships, news stories, and elections correct before they happen. And um, it, it was hard to get a, a legitimate following, but it also brought, you know, trolls and agents and people who don't like what I'm doing because I'm exposing their BS their multi-billion dollar uh, fraud schemes, which definitely includes rig sports. And, you know, it, it's obvious that those same trolls, they're also keeping an eye on other people who are doing the work and, and their game is to go into these other people's channels and, and become their fan base and, and leave them comments every day, you know, feeding their head about why they should start some kind of beef with me. 
and you see how it works. I mean, a lot of people, they've, uh, they're listening to the troll pack, not realizing that they're a pack of trolls. They're thinking that, oh, these are my, these are my followers and supporters. These are the people who care about my work. But these people should be smarter because if they come into my chat, you can see how the same names are sitting over here making fun of the work, harassing me. So they should be able to go like, wait a minute, why are they in Zach's chat, like making fun of Jamantria and talking all this mess about the work, but then they're in my channel cheering me on, talking about how great I am. Again, this is this is just what they do. And, you know, Rambo, if you look at his video, you look at the active people in his comments, it's the same trolls and losers, you know? And a lot of them are people who, you know, also for a little time, they did act like they were cool and I promoted them and helped build them up. But um, then all of a sudden they turned into, uh, you know, the, the little agents that they are. But, um, yeah, again, people got to be smarter. And it, it should be obvious. And it's amazing to me because it's like, like for people to turn their back on me just because they got their only audience is a bunch of trolls it's like these y'all need to remember the only reason you guys even have followings like literally and I don't I mean, like an arrogant statement but literally the only reason you guys have followings is because of me and because I promoted you you know without me nobody knows about any of this nobody knows about any of this knowledge or research you know and um, again you shouldn't be you shouldn't be biting the hand that feeds you so but yeah, in a, in a way, I see how it happens. Because like I said, you know, without the troll pack and these people's comments cheering them on, they don't really have any comments or feedback. So. All right, Pitt's definitely pulled away in the Iowa State game. It looks like it's over. So I'm very happy about that because we got our 1984 rematch, Xavier versus Pitt. Xavier gave a lot of people a heart attack a day today. But uh, again, the nice thing is when a team's down, you can get some nice odds on them. Get that comeback money. Facts. And Quick the, the 1984 rematch thing, it's been good. So so when I filled out my bracket, I loved Penn State versus Texas A&M. But then I did a little bit deeper research, and I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, if Texas and Texas A&M play each other in the next round, Texas can get their 84th win all time over Texas A&M. And then even though it looks so good, <coughs> uh <coughs> For Penn State, I crossed them out, and I wrote in Texas A&M because I, I, I told everybody in advance, I said I, I could have gone too far with the 84s, but just anywhere where I could find 84 is pretty much how I penned in my bracket this year. And if only I had had the thought of that super 84 Ivy League school getting past the other 84 school, Arizona. Woo, that would have been a thing of beauty, but that did not happen. So, But, yeah, yeah, it really has been a big 84 show. And, again, anywhere you can find a rematch in 1984, I'll tell you what, so far – so far, all of that stuff is happening. 1984 rematch has been a good one. So, Rick Patino up on UConn at the half. Jay Bilas is going to be crying himself to sleep tonight if UConn goes out in the first round. His championship was Arizona over UConn. Woo, Rick Patino. Rick Patino and Tom Izzo, though, I've been, I've been thinking both of these guys have just been so due for a win. I mean, when you think college basketball, you think Rick Patino, you think Tom Izzo. Those guys have not won a thing in a minute. So Izzo got it done today. Wearing green on St. Patty's. Iona, you know, they got that Catholic St. Patty's connection. Let me see if anybody came in the room. We still don't have anybody in the room. 
All right, here, let me, let me switch over games because it's going to take a real miracle. I think it'd probably be the greatest comeback in the history of college basketball if Iowa State came back on fit. But I had that one on because that was one I, I really sold my people to have confidence in that Pitt would take care of Iowa State. Um, you know what I noticed also? They're, they're putting on a lot more women's basketball compete with the men's game. The big man for Creighton, big slow man. There he puts it in, 62-57. My game might be a little bit behind yours because, again, I, I watch on the internet, but if you're watching Creighton, NC State, whereas I flipped it over, big man was in slow motion. Oh, boy. Oh, he called, did he call that a jump or a foul? Yeah. Hold on. First he did it two thumbs up like it was a jump, and then he, and then he dropped an arm and held it up like it was a foul. I used to officiate basketball. That's a no-no. You're supposed to be decisive with your calls. Your call should not change in, in, in mid-form, but it didn't. Who's that big man? Burns Jr. He's like eating Big Macs in the commercial breaks. Shout out to Jeremy White. Jeremy White has a, a really funny commentary from a couple of years ago on, on a player, like a mid-major school, that looked like he was very well the son of Charles Barkley. Go back and watch that video again. I, used, I watched that one like 20 times straight and laughed every time. Shout out to Jeremy White. Ooh, man. I should be doing some push-ups right now so I would look more like Jeremy White. Jeremy White, you guys. If you don't know Jeremy White, JHW3D. He hasn't been real active on YouTube, but subscribe his channel. And just go through the videos he's got. He's got some real gems over the years. I think he's been busy with his work life lately, but uh, his channel's got some awesome videos on it. I'm sure someday he'll get back to it when he has more time. But yeah, Jeremy White, man. True All-American. Smart guy. In great shape. Cool personality. He's younger than me, but I, I look up to him like he's my dad. So, if only I could be more like Jeremy White. Anyway, hopefully someday Jeremy White has more free time to do more work for the community again. Um... Okay. Buildsubmarines.com. Don't be fooled, young people. I'll just throw you out in the trenches. Uh, the military's always got the best propaganda to recruit the youngsters. And then the youngsters, about 10 years later, when they're homeless out on the corner, they realize they were duped. Okay. We're on commercials. Um... Yeah, I'm very curious about all the Jesuit schools in the 84th tournament. This year, finally, Gonzaga didn't have any hype behind him, and they flew under the radar. We'll see what they can do this year. They're in a pretty tough bracket, though, Gonzaga. Um, probably the toughest, toughest one. There's more women's basketball on out here right now than men's basketball. Shout out to Kayla Decode Tucker. I know Kayla. She knows her women's basketball like no other. Kayla's been on fire with her sports calls, too. I'm just going to keep it right here on Creighton. My guy last night was telling me North Carolina State's going to win, but I said, all right, we'll talk, we'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll talk about it tomorrow. They still got a chance. They're only down five to two and a half minutes, but uh, again, we'll see. 
NC State came in on 23 wins. Blue Jays equals 23. Great for the Blue Jays this 2023. For all you guys who are ready for baseball, you just watch with the Toronto Blue Jays how much 23 plays in their games. Especially in the year, I mean, always 23 in the Blue Jays has played so hard. It, it played with Creighton over the years. Of course, baseball, you get a lot more examples because there's a gazillion games each year. But you just watch pitchers coming in, picking up their 23rd win, 23rd loss, 23 left and right. Between the second and third inning, and the score is 2-3. to three. Blue Jays, 23. But yeah, this is, a, this is a ball game. We'll see. Um... Creighton up 62-59. They've been this game's been this game's been back and forth, close all game. I don't know if North Carolina State's taken a lead yet. They didn't ever have a lead in the first half, but close the whole time. Again, Creighton. Creighton's where Paul Silas went to school, who died this year by the numbers. His news anniversary or the death of his new the news of his death, Paul Creighton, it broke on the anniversary of Georgetown, another Jesuit school, naming their court after John Thompson. A year to the day. And then again, the, the day it broke, Rockets were huge underdogs against the Celtics and beat the Celtics. And I can't remember if Paul Silas played for the Celtics. That, that's what you call game time right there. That reminds me of the way I used to shoot it. <laughs> Number 55 is coming and drained the big bucket. The ice water right there. He's not shook by the moment. What kind of defense is that, number 11? Number 55, not even hesitate. Boom. But I don't know about those pink sneakers. No man would wear those in the 90s. Oh, my God. Another guy on the sideline wearing pink sneakers? This generation, man. This generation, at least he can drain the three ball. Mm. Gotta make your free throws, man. It always amazes me just like how many guys just do not learn to make free throws. I feel like you play basketball, you should shoot at least 80% of the line. Practice, practice, practice. All right, they made it the game. Four points. Uh, two minutes left. Uh-oh. Having trouble getting past. Oh. To the man in the pink sneakers. Taking their time. Smart. They got the lead. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, he missed it. Come on. Come on, man. All you have to do is put your arms up and you're at the rim. How can you not put that in the hoop? I mean, that, he, he should have been dunking the ball. Going a ball soft as a seven-footer. But a big man, okay, let's see if he keeps it alive. Perfect. Six for six at the strike is the big man. That's what I like to see. He becomes six for six at the line as his team goes up with 66 points. Perfect. Um, yeah, there, that highlight right there. Why don't we be doing the same thing? The alley -oop Okay, so, I mean... Seven for seven, big buckets. 
Yeah, you, you guys, I, you know, like my man last night who called, I mean, he still has a chance, it's not over, but he was real confident NC State was going to win. And it's like, dude, you're going against a super strong historical pattern with Blue Jays in 23. Plus, you're fading the Jesuit school in the 84th tournament. He thought Marquette might even be going down today. It's like, you cannot just fade all the Jesuit schools in the 84th tournament. There's just no way. That number is so important to that order. But, um, Again, you know, he's got a good mind and he's using his own mind, which I always encourage people to do, but he's not using the numbers for March Madness tournament. He's just ignoring those and he's looking at these teams' records on neutral courts. And it's like, okay, that's interesting. I mean, that's an interesting theory, but year after year, we're looking at the team's tournament records and how that reflects. And, you know, I mean, the neutral court's an interesting idea, but. The, the tournament record is specific to the tournament. So I, I forget. Creighton had a few other things that looked good for them, too, besides just keeping NC State on 23 wins. I can't remember everything off the top of my head right now. But, uh, you know, they're in control right now. You're going to get it down to, oh, the man of the pink sneakers. Oh, man. Uh, I, I'm going to let that guy wear pink shoes for the rest of his life. I squad. We just put him away. Uh-oh, he's like, what, man, that was my moment. I just drained that. What did you say? What did they say? He stepped out of bounds? Look at that guy. He's so disappointed. Should have learned Gematria. Then you would have known you were going to lose before you got there. But, yeah, uh, you know, last night at the stream, a guy called in big time about uh, NC State's taking this. He was texting, too, when uh, Kennesaw State was up. He's like, I told you, man, I told you Kennesaw State was going to win. I was like, game's not over yet. Game's not over yet. So... Again, he, he faded all the Jesuit schools today. He cannot fade Jesuits in the 84th tournament. He just can't do that. Here, I'll, I'll tell you, here, let me tell you else. Speaking of f- fading the Jesuits, I, 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 I should have took my own advice. And I, I, I told people that I was really worried about what I penciled in there for the championship because I, I went against the team that I was the most excited about, which played lights out today. By the way, out of, out of all the best white players I've seen so far in this tournament, it's number 11 for Marquette. I like the way he plays. I like the way number 11 plays for Marquette. And God, you know who should not be a point guard? USC. Who is USC's point guard? Who is the father of USC's point guard? That guy has no business playing point guard. He has no handles. <laughs> oh, my God. His shot is ugly as everything. He's tall. That's all he is. And he's probably too tall to even be a point guard. Because his handles are ugly. If I, if I would have known about USC's point guard, there's no way I would have picked him to play beat Michigan State. That guy, with, as soon as I watched that guy start to dribble at the beginning of the game, I was like, uh-oh. I should have I at least watched one USC game this year because I would have known about him. That guy <laughs> is garbage. That's my boy right there, but, man. Uh, Zay. Yeah, here, I'll, I'll tell you I'll, I'll tell you what I could in my bracket. And I warned people that, that there was a good chance I would be wrong. So it's it, we didn't put all of our <laughs> dice on what I penciled into my bracket for the champion but I, I did i did pencil in arizona with the last stroke of midnight thought and the reason i ended up choosing arizona is because it was their 118th season which historically is a good number in this tournament march madness equals 118 and they, they're they're one of the strongest 84 teams outside of the jesuit schools arizona 84 uh arizona the small ways 39 like it's 39 years after 1984 and they're playing in the 39 stadium nrg but the thing that made me put them in there over the Jesuit school that I love is uh, the day that Billy Packer died. 
Billy Packer, one of his most memorable calls is the year Arizona won in 97. And the day that Billy Packer died, January 26th, it was 67 days before the championship game. And the only two teams that won that day that have a shot at the championship were Arizona and Purdue. Uh, Purdue became 20-1, and one, and all of the media is fading Purdue, so we'll see what's up with that. And we all know what happened to Purdue. Purdue. Purdue got their ass beat. The media was way up on Arizona and way down on Purdue. But those were the only two contenders that won the day that Billy Packer died. But what made Arizona a little bit more interesting is he died 67 days before the championship. And, and we know what that number has to do with death. Blood sacrifice and human sacrifice are 67. But uh, Arizona Wildcats is also 67, and had Arizona won the championship, their coach would have got his 67th win. And something else that was interesting about Arizona, and this being the 84th tournament, is is the tournament officially began with the playing games on the coach's 84th day of his age. So, yeah, uh, again, uh, I told people as I penned it in, I said, I, said, I think I'm going to regret doing this because... I, I should be rolling with Jesuit like 1984. And, man, I did, I did not expect to be regretted as soon as the first round, but that is the way it played out this year. And funny enough, two years in a row, the Wildcats, last year it was the Kentucky Wildcats. Last year I, last year was the lowest taking fruit, man. It's just like St. Mary's. There was no way they were losing today on St. Patrick's Day. We, we love St. Mary's. Uh, but last year it was St. Peter's. And, and you know, it was nice after. We, we, we went nice with St. Peter's. We didn't miss on it. We, we, we read St. Peter's perfectly after they won on St. Patrick's Day over the Kentucky Wildcats. But two years in a row, two two-seeds go down. Arizona Wildcats, Kentucky Wildcats. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, Princeton Princeton's path forward is not as clear as, uh, as oh, you got to make it, big man. Oh, the game's over pretty much anyway. It's going to take a miracle at this point. But for my guy who faded the Jesuit schools – and the in the March Madness tournament records with the neutral court records, again, I, I appreciate that you're using your own brain and, and going with your own thoughts. Is another Jesuit school going to win with 72 points today? Another, if they don't, they'll probably get fouled, so they probably will score again, unless they're not going to foul them. Looks like they're just going to let it. Looks like they're not. They're going to let them win with 72. So Jesuit schools winning with 72 today. Get Jesuit order 72. Uh, first Jesuit Pope became first Jesuit Pope on the 72nd day of the year. The one the one Jesuit school that has not played and plays later today is Gonzaga. Gonzaga is in their 72nd season this year. So And, and, and again, Gonzaga just flew under the radar all year this year. Facts. Didn't start playing well until the end of the season. Facts. Timmy's going to be back with a vengeance. But like I told my guy last night, we'll see you tomorrow. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, again, I, I just knew he, I knew he was wrong about that one. That's why I was real kind of like, okay, well, we'll see, man. You're going against Blue Jays 23 at the Jesuit school? I don't think so. He's going up against Toronto Blue Jay. I just knew he, I knew he was wrong about that one. That's why I was real kind of like, okay, well, we'll see, man. You're going against Blue Jays 23 at the Jesuit school? I don't think so. Telling you guys, you just pay attention to the Toronto Blue Jays this year. You'll just pad your pockets every time a 23 comes up with that team. 
you just uh, check what pitcher's going up against Toronto Blue Jays. It, it, I know it's going to be more 23 than ever in 2023 with the Toronto Blue Jays this year. Um, there might be a game where, what's his face? Guy that went from the Astros, Springer. As long as he's still there and healthy, he might, he might steal 23 home runs this year. All right. Jesuit school's taking care of business. Um, for all of you on my Patreon, also, I hope you get, I, I should have I should have done a community post, but I did update the notes big time this morning for Michigan State. I was really feeling Michigan State when I woke up this morning. I felt like I was stupid for down them. Um, what is going on here? Okay, let's check out let's check out Rick Patino. Slick Willie. Is the Jay Bylas is the Jay Bylas championship gonna to be totally busted in the first round? Jay Bylas was talking about how he is the number one bracket picker in the world. Like I said, is that true, man? Has he done better than me in recent years? Definitely not having my best year this year, but it's not bad. We're doing alright. We're doing alright. It's just compared to the, the bar I've set over the years. Definitely in the mediocrity territory. So, Get away with a great deal at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now's the time to get in and get away. Get 0% APR, zero payments for 90 days, and 500 bonus cash on select vehicles. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. too much hold on let me see what other games i got on right now i, I got to see what's going on in iona yukon and i don't know if we got any other games on here that are men's games out here in, in the pacific northwest we got the uh, the pre-game for the knicks Wait, wait a minute. Why is that even on? They're playing the Celtics today. What? Doesn't make sense. Um, I was going to say Knicks Blazers, but that was that was a more recent game. It must be a replay, actually. Okay. They got the movie Leprechaun 4 on. Oh, by the way, by the way, another thing about the death of uh, Lance Reddick, the Wire actor, he's also in John Wick, and John Wick 4 recently came out. We know 4 is the number of deaths. And John Wick 4 was originally supposed to come out May 21st, 2021. May 21st, 2021, right? From that movie's initial planned release date, they ended up delaying it. So it didn't come out that day, but that was the day they hyped that movie to come out. From the from that movie's planned release date to his death is exactly 95 weeks on the nose, and Baltimore's 95, which again is his hometown, where the wire's set. And if you count the span of days, it becomes 95 weeks in a day, which is also 666 days. 
And uh, again, just uh, one of those numbers. That dude is long on UConn. Okay, UConn just came out. Oh, man, you know, you guys get a little bit older. Slick hair's got a little bald spot in the back. Slicking it back over the bald spot. Pretty soon you might look like the Iona coach. Or not the Iona, UConn coach. Just shave it all off. All right, let's see what they do in UConn. It's funny that I come to the UConn game while it's 46-41. Connecticut, 46 If, if if UConn gets past uh, Iona, they'll be playing the Gales for their first two games. First, they got the Iona Gales, and then they could play the St. Mary's Gales. And uh, if that did happen, if UConn gets past Iona, Gales has that Gematria 44. The UConn coach comes into the tournament, 2-4 and four in the tournament, could become 4-4 four and four in the tournament, Beating both Gales, you know, he started off by becoming three and four. Th- Thirty-four is the number with this tournament. Um, again, the championship was on a date to be written three-four. Billy Packer's death after calling thirty-four tournaments. Kansas, the defending champion, represent the thirty-four state. That UConn team is long, man. Hmm. You know what? You know what I regret that we didn't make happen in New York. Uh, yeah, right. The Matrix wanted to have a truth seeker basketball tournament. We got to make that happen, man. I need to stretch out my legs, though. I, I I have not played basketball for over a decade now. But I, I miss playing basketball. I miss being young. I used to play basketball every day growing up. Every day. Uh, there used to be this place out here in the Pacific Northwest called the Hoop, and uh, membership was uh, like ten dollars a month for a youth, and I, I used to love it because uh, my brother's my brother's friend was four years older than us and he could drive, and I, I, I we my friend and I you know play a lot of basketball, but we were twelve and he was sixteen he could drive, and I used to love just going there and playing man and um, playing against the adults. Every night we'd be there playing against the adults, and I used to have so much fun schooling those adults, man. So, got better as we got older, of course, as we grew, but yeah, it's, it's good to play against bigger and older people, man. Remember this one guy, he looked like uh, Damon Stoudemire. He used to always strip the ball out of his hands. He'd get so mad. He'd be talking mess to me. I was like 13 years old, just running his mouth. I was like, what kind of man is talking all this trash to a 13-year-old? Look at you, getting balled up by the 13-year-old. Hmm. It's crazy how fast life goes by. All the young people out there, man, enjoy your youth. It seemed like it was just the other day. I was a teenager playing against guys who are as old as me now. I used to think this was so old. Almost 40. Like I just said, I was at the dentist office. I scheduled my next appointment. It's for right after my 40th birthday. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be 40 years old. Doesn't even seem possible. Oh, 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 by the way, I think CNN's trying to drop some kind of clue today on St. Patrick's Day. I, I haven't even decoded it yet, but they have some big, fat story up about the first 
the first oh what, what's the place that all the immigrants come through in new york is it ellis island they have some story about a teenager you know think college basketball but uh teenager the first the first person through ellis island how she was an irish catholic teenager and god i, I forget what the other thing but they put a big 131 in the story and, and that's a that's a huge championship number so I got to look into if there's some kind of Irish Catholic heritage coach. Uh, again, a lot of these news stories, they just start contriving in the time of sports championships tournaments. They're really clues for, for what the rigged outcome is. They're just like made up news stories, paying tribute to whatever they got rigged next. So I'll have to, I'll have to decode that story later. But I, I know that they, they had the big number 131 up, Ellis Island. Maybe look at what teams are playing in New York. I think one of the... One of the one of the tournament spots right now is in New York. There's something about that. I I, I feel I feel extra tired today because I hardly got any sleep yesterday. I had to run all over. I was up late again. Sweet lady didn't let me sleep in this morning. She's just when she's up, she doesn't want me sleeping. It's funny, man. You gotta you gotta bend over backwards sometimes to make your sweet lady happy. But uh, I let her sleep in all the time. I just told her this morning, I was like, I need to sleep in. She's like. Help me out. I need this. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, can you? Okay. Never mind. So, anyway, today I got that foggy sleep brain. Not enough sleep. Normally, I get enough sleep, but not lately. Hold on. We got a guest in the room. Uh, What's up, Mr. Boston? Why can I not hear him? How are you doing? Oh, hey, what's up? Now I hear you. Good evening. Yeah, what's up? Not much. Just come to hang out. Okay. What, 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 what? You must got you must got something on your mind to say. I don't know if you noticed, but there's a gray haze all over our country. Uh, you you mean the the, the weather modification in the sky, or you mean something? Correct. Else? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. You I know. know. As above, so below, but these compounds that are binding together in the sky to block out sunlight fall back to the earth. Uh, indeed. That's why, I'm always telling, that's why I'm always telling everybody, eat cilantro, eat parsley. They're inexpensive. And the thing about cilantro and parsley is they clean out toxic metals Greek better than most other foods. So, I mean, we eat cilantro and we, we eat a lot more cilantro than parsley. They, they both have the same cleaning properties. But, um, yeah, again, you guys, they're inexpensive. They're good for you. And, um, again, we live in a toxic world. Cilantro and parsley all day, every day. Okay, go ahead. Greek oregano is a great antibiotic. Right, oregano, another great one. Indeed. Turmeric is good for for joints and and, uh, arthritic pains. Right, right. Advil. It's derived from America. Okay. Uh, well, just since you're bringing up weather modification, I mean, like, people in your life, when you point out these things, how do they react? Do they react like you're crazy? You can, you can just look at the trees around me, bro, to, to, to see what I'm talking about. I, I agree. About. I agree. Trees are dying all over the place, like weird stuff going on. I, I agree. How do I flip the camera around? 
there should be a there should be a um, a little thing that shows like a spinny camera. That's how it shows on mine. Well, anyhow, look, look look at the tree. How it's just the yeah, bark. the bark's like rotting off of it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that all over. I've seen just like weird death patterns in the branches. Yeah, I agree. And it's almost like the 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 tree is dying from the inside because the bark peels right off. You know what I mean? Yeah, chemicals landing on it day after day that just aren't supposed to be there. So imagine imagine farming in this shit. Now, I, now, I agree. Um, and you're eating this shit, you know? So exactly. A, a reminder to just get some uh, fruit and vegetable wash too. Because here, here's the thing: like if you if you if you do it right. You can you can filter the water that you're feeding to the plants. You got you got to do like make your own charcoal by burning wood and like layering it with sand and having it fill up and, and filter down into into a trough and take that water and use it to to feed the crops. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I wish I had a, a lake on my property. I would make a, a, a Tesla turbine and a Tesla ram pump. Well, and I wouldn't have to worry about electricity. How's that work? How, how does what work? A, a Tesla ram pump or a Tesla turbine? On a lake, yeah. Like, how do you generate the power through the lake? Because the water's not really moving. The ram pump pulls it up, and it's centrifugal force, so there's no energy required of it. Huh. Okay. And that you use that to spin the turbine, and it and it feeds back into the machine, and it's it's all self-contained. It's all about how much you want to scale it, and getting the, the the right parts printed for the machine. I see. So so is that something uh, Tesla Corporation selling to people? Then sounds like it. I, I I don't think so. You can make this for yourself. Uh, there's a YouTuber by the name of Mr. Teslonium, who breaks it down, would teach you how to make such a device if you so desire. You, you know who's a really smart guy that knows how to, well, maybe he doesn't want me, never mind. I was gonna say something, but he asked me to. I, there, I guess people are so afraid in the world. Hey, if you're out there in New York City, you know who I'm talking about. There's a guy that, that's smart in engineering and knows how to make clever things to generate energy and stuff. I mean, I, I, Again, it's just like he oh, doesn't want to get trouble, right? but he's he's, a, he's afraid to share like some of his inventions that he has because he thinks it'll get him into trouble, and and I guess rightfully so. But at the same time, it's like think about uh, like carbon fourteen. That, that that's a battery that could like if you if you harness it properly, it's a battery that could last five thousand years. Okay. But but here's the thing: like every everything has an effect. So like 5G is, is, what is it? It's 1950s uh, nuclear war communications technology. So it's the, only, it's the only phone that works during a nuclear war. And that's why they pumped it out so fast. I see, I see. I feel like everything is scripted in, our, in the circus of a world we live in. And everything is connected in some way. And this you never meet anyone in life for no reason. Yeah, there's definitely a mathematical construct to this world, no doubt about it. I do unto others 
what I want done onto myself, which is I'm straightforward. You don't give me no shit, I won't give you no shit. And that's how life should be. We're going to cut this shit short.